Just like there's no crying in baseball, there's no emotions in business. Check out this episode for my number one rule on how to take emotions out of your business. This is episode number nine of the BCE show. I'm your host, Kurt Belding, and this is the Blue Collar Entrepreneurial Show. Uh, in this episode, we got a lot to talk about, actually. We got a couple questions. I want to talk about change. Um, you know, I guess uh, before jumping into the questions, the thing I've been, I've been thinking about lately has been um, the, it has been change. Like, I don't know. I don't like change. I don't think a lot of people like change. Just change is uncomfortable and kind of scary. I, I wish things were how they are forever. Like, I don't like it when things change, even I mean, from anything in our lives. But here's the reality of business for sure. If we're talking about business, this is kind of a Q&A business show. So things are always changing. Nothing's ever staying the, sh the same, ever. And the big, a big saying that I always like to say is either you're growing or you're dying. There, are no, there is no in-between. Either you're advancing and you're pushing yourself to always to be better, or you're dying, you're going the opposite direction. And nothing can be more truer than how it is in business. If you're a business owner out there and you're thinking that you like where you're at and things will always be this way, you're in for a pretty rude awakening because things are always changing, especially with the technology there is today, um, especially how fast technology changes. I mean, look at like big companies like Blockbuster, that went out of business and looked like, and it felt like in a blink of an eye with um, uh, Redbox and Netflix. You know, um, we got cab drivers with Uber, like cab drivers are hurting right now. Uber's a thing. Technology just puts companies out of business fast. Things are changing all the time. Nothing is ever staying the same. And so like, I don't know, Alex, we're having like one of the best years ever for Fit Republic. Fit Republic is our uh, sports nutrition retail stores, right? And you would think that I'm like happy and comfortable, and I am a little bit. Like, oh, cool. We're it's like a little brief moment. Okay, cool. We're having a good year. This is great. I'm, I'm super happy. We're having the best year we've ever had in our retail business. But immediately my head goes to fear because I know shit is always changing. I'm like, well, in order for us to stay on top, in order for us to continue having our best year, year after year, and stay producing good numbers, we have to change and we have to evolve our game plan, our business, our model. Right? So we're, you know, we always have to be changing. If right now I said, hey, we're doing great. Let's not change anything, let's just sit. Next year won't be as good, man. We're gonna die. We're gonna start. So if you're a business owner out there, or even like personal development, if you're not constantly growing and constantly trying to change to be better, you're dying. If you're not growing, you're, you're dying. Just is what it is. So that's been my thought lately. I just want to share that with you guys. But uh, I guess at this point, let's jump into some questions and talk about some other stuff. First one is from Carlos Silva. How do you establish your goals when you first started? For instance, what do you decide from short-term versus long-term goals? Goal. You know, before we actually jump in, sorry, before we jump into that, question i want to point out the fact that we tried changing the scenery for this show instead of having the scenery on our my window in my office we wanted to try to have this back wall and i know you can't really see but like i have shelves up here lives the, your lives guys can see we have shelves that look like there's some kind of background but it's just not quite working so we're trying to stage some shit to make it look like i'm cool i don't know <laughs> so <laughs> 
Alex, this is your favorite piece, isn't it? I love that piece. Hunting dilemma, should we go? It always goes to yes. We always should go hunting. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I just wanted to take that quick second. Um, yes, question. And I'm sorry, read it again. Carlos, right? Carlos wants to know when you first start, um, how do you set your goals from like smaller goals to big goals, right? Like uh, how do you know how to set those goals? Carlos, here's the answer, man, is, uh, and I know you asked this last week and we didn't get to it, so that's why I wanted to put it on this week, is uh, the answer is you always set the big goal first. So, you know, dream, man. Like what's, what's that saying? Shoot for the stars, land on the moon, right? So like set a big goal and then work backwards from that goal with your small goals. That's how you do it. Uh, I don't know, you know, whatever business you're in or whatever you're doing in your life that you want to say, let's take fitness. Like we all, my crew here, live guys, like here, check my crew. All my crew is into fitness. Minus Reese. Minus, well, I'm Reese. Yeah. Reese is a baller though. Like, he's he, a baller. He can hoop, man. It, you'd think like a hippie like that would have no handles, but he's got handles. So. We got Ben. Ben's in the fitness. Everyone's in the fitness, right? Like we're a fitness company, and everyone lives a lifestyle except for Reese, but he's a baller, so we let it we let it slide. Um, let's take your fitness goals, right? Like if you want to get in shape, you don't just say like, "All right, I want to get in shape," and, I, and my goal, my big goal is I want to work out. Like that's no one ever says that, right? Like they act, they want to look a certain way or be uh, healthier, stronger, or whatever it is. So. Set that big goal is like, all right, I want to, you, typically people want to lose weight or gain muscle, There's a lot, typically lose weight, but I want to lose 30 pounds. That's your big goal. And you can't just have that as a goal because you have no pathway to get there, right? If I say I want to lose 30 pounds or if I want to grow, double my business and, and that's my only goal and that's what I'm looking for, it's like, it's like selling a ship and saying I want to go over to Asia, but I have zero compass and no map to get there. This is where I want to go. And I'm just going to like sail the ship for a while and I hope that I land. You're just going to go in circles in the ocean and you end up stranded on an island somewhere and not know where you're going or know how to get there. So like setting goals, man, is set that big goal. I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to double my business. Um, set that big goal and then make little goals that you hit. Like maybe, maybe for fitness, the first goal is I want to get in a routine of working out. So you set that goals like, all right, for the next four weeks, I want to work out three days a week for the next four weeks. That's your first goal. And then once you hit that goal, that puts you in the routine, right? And then the next goal is like, all right, I want to start eating, eating healthier. And, and like, you can't set the, just the big goal of like, all right, I'm, every meal that I eat is going to be super clean and like cod and salads and rice. And like, that's, an, that's just not realistic. Your, your goal, your little goal for that goal is going to be, I want to cut out sugar. I want to cut out half the sugar I typically eat cut that out, and, and then just keep hitting those little goals on your way to your big goal. That's how you set goals, Carlos. Um, that's the difference between little goals and big goals. You set the big goal, and then you have a bunch of micro goals that you just follow. You just go one goal, then you look at the next goal, go to that goal, next goal, go to that goal, until you look up and before you know it, you've hit your big goal. It's because you're only focusing on the little goals. So I hope that answered your question, man. Um, all right, you guys, you guys have anything to add on that? And goals, goal setting. And we, we set goals every week, right? We have, we have meetings every Monday, set the goal for the week. And we have a big goal. I mean, we want to grow the company or, you know, each side of the company. We have goals for each company, but we, we meet every week and continue to set little goals. Oh, and by the way, guys, like if your plan, if your map is off and you're not getting to your big goal, change your goals, change those little goals to start equal. So like every week we set our little goals, but sometimes we adjust like, hey, these little goals that we have set and are not cutting it, we're not going to reach our big goal, it's off. 
and we have to readjust and like set the goals we think is going to reach the big goal. So don't, don't be afraid to like uh, back up a little bit and even take a couple steps back and say, and look up, am, am I going to reach this goal with what I'm doing and readjust? There's nothing wrong with that at all. So that was a good tangent. All right, next question. Next one is from Megan Amaro. Are you opening any more Fit Republics? Megan, uh, yeah, we, I, you know, actually the question was, I think she wanted to know if we're opening up a question or a Fit Republic in a certain market. I won't say the market, so I just kind of broadened it to any Fit Republics. Megan, yeah, we're always wanting to open up Fit Republics. We actually have like three of them in the works that we're working on right now. Um, so we're always trying to grow and expand. And your question actually prompted some thought of mine about franchising and the difference between franchising and opening a business, right? Because this is the Blue Collar Entrepreneur Show for Blue Collar Entrepreneurs. So like, Right now, I know there's thousands, if not millions of people out there deciding whether or not they should quit their job or quit doing what they're doing and going on their own and do their own thing. And the decision you have to make that if you're going to have your own business, do you want to start your own business where you're figuring out the model on your own or do you want to franchise? So franchising, there's benefits and negatives to franchising. And, and I've been on both sides of the coin here. I've been a franchisee and I've created my own franchise. I've started my own business where I'm working out my own models and figuring out my own way to do it. So here's the benefit and negatives of franchising is here's the, the, the benefits of franchising is someone has already worked out the secret sauce for success for that business. They've already worked out a successful model for you. You don't have to spend all the time, energy and money, money, lots of money on figuring out how to make that business successful. Someone's already done it for you and you just follow the model. That is the, that's the benefit of franchising. And you know, this might be uh, revealing a little too, too much frustration for me, some, some of my franchisees at some point, but it blows my mind that someone is willing to buy a franchise, pay thousands of dollars for the model, and continue to paying the franchisor to go do their own model, to not follow the model. Why would you do that? It's ridiculous, it's stupid. All right, that's the benefit of franchising is someone's already done the model for you. Uh, here's the negative of owning a franchise or buying a franchise is you're spending more money because you're buying, like a, a typical franchise fee is $25,000 to have the name. You have that name of that, of that franchise, that, that business. You have the model of success. You also have the relationships that franchise has already built for you like vendors and buying power and that's what you get with that 25,000 then that's the typical franchise fee and then usually you pay a royalty each month and that royalty is usually a percentage of your gross sales so you're continue paying that franchise company to be able to use their resources to run your business so i would say like if you're the type of person which is kind of like me i was a knucklehead franchisee so i can understand those knucklehead franchisees and what i mean by that is like i was a franchisee but i always try to do shit my own way which i was that guy right um, if you're like me, or if, if you like doing things your own way, don't buy a franchise and you're just going to have to figure it out on your own. You're going to have to fail a bunch, spend a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of money figuring out your own model. And that's okay if you're that type of person. But if you're the type of person that's, that doesn't want to spend all the time, energy, headache, heartache, all that money, buy a franchise. It's already done for you. Just know that you're going to have to pay a franchise fee and you're going to have to pay a royalty. But know that royalty, if it's a good franchise, that royalty goes into building that business so it betters you as a franchisee, you know? So 
That's my thought on franchising versus just opening up your own business without a model that you're going to have to create. Um, I see a live message come through here. Allie Marie, how do you manage tasks you need to accomplish during the day and putting uh, day with putting out fires constantly? Um, you know, I, I think there's some insight to that because I believe that's my wife and she sees all the fires that I put out all day long. It's hard to be honest with you. Like I just got frustrated this morning because I was at our Aurora location and uh, our gift cards aren't working. They're not active. So this is the season for gift cards. Everyone's buying gift cards and like I'm frustrated because we're losing sales because our loyal customers want to buy a gift card for Christmas for their loved ones. And uh, I'm putting out fires. I'm doing a bunch of shit that I shouldn't be doing and I'm not progressing and I'm spending a ton of time trying to put out this fire to fix this problem. And it's frustrating to me because I always like to like work on things to progress the company and make things better where I'm really just putting out a fire. So uh, how do I manage my time? I just do the best you can. I've got a list. I've got a notebook of all my things to do. And I try to prioritize all my things that I have to, which is the, I feel is the most important things to work on. So I try to do those first, but the reality of it is, especially if you business owners and you guys will get this, you know what I'm talking about is you start with your list and maybe this big halfway through the day, that list gets to be about that big because of problems that have come in throughout that day. And you just, you have to put out fires as part of it, as part of owning a business is you are a fireman. You are putting out fires constantly and you just got to juggle that, like put out the fire, get back to your priority of whatever tasks that you have that's actually benefiting and making an impact on your company. So um, you just got to juggle it. When that fire comes up, put it out and try to get back right away to the important task that you're, that you're trying to accomplish there. So, um, so I hope that answered your question, Allie Marie, AKA my wife. Um, all right, next question, Alex. Um, this one is from Isla. When you're a new entrepreneur, Yeah. Uh, so Isla, Isla asks, when you're a new business owner, a new entrepreneur, last week we talked about putting your skin in a game and that's really what it means to be an entrepreneur is put, it, an entrepreneur is someone that runs and controls a business that you're investing your actual money into, right? You're, you're taking financial risks to run and control that business. So, um, yes. So the Isla's question is when you're a new entrepreneur and you're a new business owner, how do you not get emotional when things are going wrong? Like I think the example we talked about today, Isla, is uh, you know some of our guys invested into some clothing and uh, some problems come up and they had to give away some free shit and it you know you get emotional about it. Here's my number one to, about the uh, a new entrepreneur that is investing money and little problems come up. Here's the biggest thing to look at, guys, is big picture. These little problems don't mean anything. Like that ten dollar problem of having to give away something for free doesn't mean anything. That's just in the moment. In, in business, you can't be emotional. You got to pull that emotion away as much as you can and, and, re, and remind yourself that you're not in this business to make money today. You're just not. You're in this business to build a brand, to, to create a machine that's going to give you financial freedom five to 10 years from now. Long game, guys. So when little problems come up, and I know you're emotional because you've never had to put your money into a business and you're taking a risk and you're taking a chance and it's painful and that hurts to put money in. Just remember, you're not doing it to make money today, this month, next year. It's 
long game for you guys. So remember that long game picture that you have in plan, that big goal that you've set. So um, was there any other questions that we had there, Alex? Nope. All right, guys. Well, do you guys have anything to add to that? I got all these people in his office and no one has anything to say. <laughs> well, I got, that is the uh, BCE episode number nine, uh, the Blue Collar Entrepreneur Show. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it, guys. And you guys that are live in here, throw me some questions uh, during the show. Or if you have some things that you're thinking about right now, like give me some questions for something to talk about on the next show next week. And uh, if you have missed this, you can catch it on the live or the, the replay of it. But also, I house all these videos on my YouTube channel, which is just Kurt Building. Uh, go check them out and subscribe to my channel so you can see that new video. We do it every week. Pop up. That way you're not missing out on this content. All right. Thanks, guys.